0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Good afternoon. You are listening to Enterprise Biz Bytes on Monday, the 30th of November. Frida Liu and myself, Audrey Raj, we are back again and we'll be with you for the rest of the week on Biz Bytes. And considering how we... Well, you know, some sales are not over yet for mm. Black Friday. It's Cyber Monday today. Mm. We thought we'd uh, keep the topic on the retail theme. Uh, on the show today, we, we are asking you, have you bought from more familiar brands or new brands in 2020? You can get in touch with us via WhatsApp 18 We have a poll happening on Twitter and on Instagram. At BFM Radio is our handle. Uh, we also have a story about how AI could be... Running our work meetings in the near future. It's already happening in some places around the world. And we are going to cap the show off uh, on a heartwarming note. Right. uh, And maybe uh, have you itching for some tea by the end of the show. That's all we're telling you for now. But of course, uh, our topic for today is. Have you bought more familiar, uh, bought from more familiar brands or new brands in 2020? Also, over this Black Friday weekend, and uh, considering today is Cyber Monday, and we are asking you this because. We found this piece on retail trends via the Harvard Business Review dot organi- uh, and it dives into the way
2: consumers have changed their behavior during COVID nineteen. All right, this is very interesting, right? Uh, organic and healthy food are surging, but so are sales of cookies and salty snacks. So you're quite schizophrenic. <laughs> so, so basically,
1: all kinds of foods are surging.
2: Uh, sales of all kinds
1: of foods are surging, right? <laughs> okay,
2: so so well known brands such as Oreos and Doritos have been selling more than ever hmm. uh, in the last several months and McDonald's drive-thru business is booming.
1: Yes, so to understand this phenomenon, uh, we need to turn to the Mm. way our brains work. So evolutionary psychology offers a simple explanation. Humans are wired to feel powerful emotions in response to contagious diseases. (laughs) And these
2: emotions affect consumer behaviour in surprising ways. Right, so surges in Big Mac sales and also kale salads are expressions of two fundamental emotions that consumers are experiencing right now. Disgust and Fear.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. Which one is right. for which one?
2: The correlation. Hmm. I, okay. I. I. I kind of get. I kind of get it. You feel guilty for having, you know, the burger. Uh, then you, the fear of dying, <laughs> so you're having the kale salad. <laughs> So anyway, It says the possibility of contracting a contagious disease elicits fear and a sense of loss of control, pushing us to seek the familiar and avoid the foreign.
1: Okay, that makes sense. So Mm. in normal times, customers make purchasing decisions based on practical reasons like a product's Mm. healthiness, uh, the value or even the price, of
2: course, right? Right. So but when consumers feel uncertain or afraid, uh, these practical concerns can become overwhelmed by their emotional reactions. Right. So to understand this link
1: better, uh, the Harvard Business Review, you conducted analysis using data from the CDC, Mm. uh, uh, Google Flu Trends and of course Nielsen examining how the presence of disease affected both emotional state and household purchases in four product categories, namely paper towels, (laughs) uh, junk food, soup and batteries. Batteries? Yeah, and batteries. Uh, We need batteries. Uh, Participants had to read about a contagious disease which which was the flu or a non-contagious disease like like heart failure Mm. and then test their preference for familiar versus unknown products. And the results confirmed uh, the hypothesis that thinking about a contagious disease increased both fear and disgust and participants attempted to regain control
2: by seeking out the familiar brands they knew and trusted. Okay, so now let's compare this with the real world, right? Consumers increasingly favouring familiar brands in many different product categories. While people have been stocking out a more uh, soup across the board during the, the pandemic, sales of more familiar soup brands such as Campbell's have risen uh, disproportionately hmm. uh, People are also more likely To put traditional Oreos In their cart Rather than trying out The latest new flavour
1: hmm, um,
2: Interesting In the face of so much fear And unfamiliar Oreo Seems to be a risk That many consumers Are simply unwilling to take so chocolate-flavoured Oreos yeah, yeah. or peanut-butter-flavoured
1: Oreos is uh, mm, mm. the original is the way to go. Okay, so what does uh, this mean for brand marketers? Now, for one, uh, now might not be the best time to start getting creative with consumer products, right? right? Uh, and you might be better off waiting for a time when consumers are feeling a little less fearful before introducing a new flavour
2: or a new product. So now is not the time to get adv- adventurous with your right. product offerings. Right. Okay, so here's, here's another interesting find, right? be facing a capacity constraints due to social uh, physical distancing requirements but those limitations can also have a positive effect they force organizations to concentrate on the products that consumers value most yeah. right uh, for example after rolling back to a limited menu with just its most popular products McDonald's reversed a decline in sales that began in 2013 and growth in its stock price uh, has outpaced the S&P 500 since March right. so scaling down on your key products right? you know I guess the the, the standards right so and I guess you want the familiar... Because everything is... I can see why you want control, mm. right? Because everything has just happened. There's so much
1: uncertainty, uncertainty out there right? that you want
2: to have something that y- remains... The, the, the Yeah, consistent and the f- and familiar.
1: Yeah. Now, also, we've heard uh, on Enterprise BizBytes mm. over these last few weeks, months even, how... Some F&B owners have had to scale back on their menu and just focus on the stuff that customers, mm. the, the the best sellers, the yeah. favorites, right? Yeah. I mean, that just helps them with their inventory, with marketing, especially if there's going to be water cuts that we've experienced mm. here mm. ever so often this year, um, and also just because you you know what customers are going to come in for for takeout or for delivery and stuff like that, and introducing something new on the menu just seems completely out of the
2: right just out of the the box right now What have you noticed About yourself though Familiar or new brands Oh I think I fall Into the familiar category Really Just because I've had
1: Options to Like I I, I always gravitate Towards a certain brand Right Let's call it blue okay. And you know I have had like Options come up On social media Of like you know A lighter blue A navy blue A turquoise <laughs> Or something like that But somehow I've just been waiting For blue to go on sale Right To buy blue I don't know I don't know why But I'm thinking that It may be because of uh, This study here here, you know, something related to this study here. Maybe there's so much of uncertainty. I just don't want to take the risk on trying something new and and you know being disappointed
2: with that choice. Okay, so I find myself yes familiar brands, but also uh, I think I venture into new brands as well. Hmm. Uh, and but okay, I'm talking about clothes, right? Okay, okay. fashion. Yes. <laughs> and you're thinking where am I going? But it's just like hey, you're just looking at other things. Maybe more time online, right? So um, and if they've got good sales, something interesting, and, and like it just adds some excitement in my life. For me, mm, you know, mm. something new, something, you know, so that's the Surprising, thing.
1: unexpected. It, yeah. Okay. But I have to say that I've tried the peanut butter flavoured Oreos oh, yes. and they are yummy. So, you know, if yeah. you're sticking to the original, just go give it a try. Just mm. take my word for it. Mm. Uh, of course, we're asking you on the show today, have you bought more familiar brands or new brands in 2020? And, you know, talk to us about your purchasing decisions, your, your, your retail decisions and how you think it may have been affected by COVID-19. And the uncertainty that surrounds 2020. 018 789 8899 on WhatsApp. You can also reach us on Twitter and on Instagram at BFM Radio is our handle. We'll come back uh, with an update on our poll, Mm. uh, as well as, you know, we'll be speaking to uh, a professor in psychology about this whole retail report. All that and more after Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand on Enterprise BizBytes, BFM 89.9.
2: Be free, Malaysia.
1: Welcome back. This is Enterprise Biz bites with Frida Liu and Audrey Raj. On the show today, we are asking you if you have bought more from familiar brands or new brands in mm. 2020. We'd also like to know why. Get in touch with us via WhatsApp 018-789-8899. You can also reach us on Twitter and on Instagram. At BFM Radio is our handle. Uh, Frida,
2: let's take a look at the poll. Mm, okay. uh Familiar, 43.8%. Uh, uh, whatever's available at 34.4%, uh, new 18% mm. and others 3.9%. Over on Instagram, just two options
1: and we have 61% who say they are buying more from familiar brands mm. and 39% say from new brands. Okay. Now, of course, we're talking about this because there was an article in the Harvard uh, Business Review that said that um, you know during um, like a pandemic like we're experiencing right now, people tend to generally be consumed with fear and disgust and we gravitate towards familiar brands. We seek out familiar brands for that right. level of control or right. certainty in in our yeah. purchases.
2: No, but the the word disgust was like, huh? Yeah. Disgust yeah. fear, yes, I guess. Yeah,
1: yes. But disgust. Okay. Hmm. Anyway. Interesting. Maybe they just disgusted by the germs so uh, i don't know but you know we have someone who can maybe answer uh, some of our questions for us and that is dr eugene t associate professor in psychology at help university and hopefully dr eugene can answer uh, you know give us more explanations mm. into this study uh, dr eugene thanks for staying on the line first of all what are some of the factors that usually influence uh, a person's retail behavior you know, besides necessity
0: So when you think about it, consumer and retail behavior is a form of decision making or multiple decision making points. Uh, The discipline focuses on the buyer's initial intention to purchase uh, and where marketers think of ways to encourage purchase intentions. Then there's the actual consumer decision making process where they weigh up the benefits and costs and when they compare between different products and services, different alternatives. Um, And finally, there's a consideration of whether such behaviors will be repeated in the future in the form of brand loyalty and of course repeat purchases. So central to an understanding of these decisions are factors that entice and encourage to those that dissuade and discourage. But it's not a purely logical process as you and many marketers may have already guessed. Mm -hmm. You mentioned necessity. So yes, we purchase based on need and practicalities, but we purchase too because of desire and emotion. We purchase products because we expect to feel a certain way from purchasing and using our purchases. Having your hands behind the steering wheel of a new car might bring with it feelings of, um, say, security or pride or if it was a particularly expensive set of wheels, a sense of affluence that invites envy from others. We all like being envied, I think. Uh, same goes for designer wear. Purchasing what we want to feel is particularly true. For experiential purchases, we buy holiday packages and pay for trips because we want to feel a certain way, uh, relaxed, entertained, awed. Uh, so we purchase what we need, but I think we also purchase what we want to feel. We buy emotions, in a manner of speaking.
2: Mm. Right. So, okay, how then can newer brands convince consumers to give them a try during a pandemic when familiarity is so important?
0: It's interesting you should ask this because current marketing convention and wisdom seems to say that this is not the best time to introduce new unfamiliar product lines or even flavors. Uh, one study found that consumers preferred the tried and true, the familiar, the vanilla flavor. so the classic Oreo rather than its new uh, flavor variants. Yeah. I think if newer brands want to capitalize on consumer tastes during these times, the products they market need to offer some sense of familiarity, control, and reassurance of the predictable. And products that see increased sales during this time um video communication software like zoom uh health and personal care products home gym and fitness equipment all reflect consumer sentiments and their longing the desire for a sense of normalcy and the need for safety during uncertain times so in short these products sell what consumers would like to feel during this time and this is probably not the time to reinvent the wheel but uh so spare a thought for industries like Uh, hospitality travel and tourism that face really an uphill task pivoting their services in light of the pandemic renting hotel rooms to be used as workstations work from hotel services Mm -hmm. i'm saying uh, to airlines of offering flights to nowhere these were unheard of before the pandemic
2: For me, it's a good old vanilla ice cream. Mm. Okay. Now, uh, is this why revenge shopping uh, became a fad during the pandemic from a psychological standpoint? What's going through a consumer's mind in that situation, Dr. Eugene?
0: So this is a new and understudied phenomenon. The uh, term was coined somewhere in and around 2010, 2011, uh, but has seen increased usage in light of Chinese consumers splurging on luxury items after being under prolonged periods of lockdown. Uh, we we also tend to see this trend in rich countries or those with a sizable affluent consumer segment. So that gives us another clue as to why it's occurring and yet not a, say, a global consumerist frenzy, so to speak. <laughs> I'm making an educated guess here since this behavior is a multifaceted one that does not have a lot of empirical research. I would hypothesize that revenge buying is reflective of inhibited or stifled consumerism. Uh, It's particularly felt amongst those high in what we call materialism, right? And those who have been primed with the anxiety of death. Interesting, right? So why death? Well, there's some psychological research showing that if you prime people with threats of death, uh, that is, if you increase what we call the feelings of mortality salience, you find them acting more greedily and willing to splurge on luxury goods. Um, But it's important, I should say, it's important to note that consumers aren't likely thinking, oh, the world is going to hell, therefore I should spend as much as I can before it all ends. But they're certainly acting this way in a way that reflects this uh, when it comes to revenge buying. Uh, Dr. Eugene, did you see the packages
2: that came for me today? <laughs> Ouch. Okay. On a serious note, so what's some of the pros and cons from a consumer standpoint when they're in this state of mind? And how can we navigate ourselves out of it? Yes, me, me. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> Dr. Eugene? Well,
0: so realizing yeah. <clears throat> that we tend to splurge more during this time helps, but knowing the underlying reasons for why we do so can also help. It may, be, it may very well be a rather a form of coping. Remember, we make purchases that help us feel what we want to feel. Mm. Uh, but at times, this comes as a detriment to our finances. It helps to recognize and be aware that you're making purchases to cope with the stress of uncertainty. You might be revenge shopping as a reward to yourself for having endured uh, prolonged periods or being under lockdown and restricted movement. So sure, I'm not suggesting that you can't make these purchases. <coughs> purchases to reward yourself after working extended hours at home. Uh, But by beware, the purchase of material goods usually only brings with them fleeting experiences of positive emotions. You can't spend on travel, experiential purchases either during this time. So what do you do? Uh, Purchases of items that can be shared And enjoyed with families and friends can go some ways with stretching your ringgit for your happiness and the happiness of those around you. Why? Well, there's a good amount of research stating that spending money on items um, that allows for experiences that can be shared with others leads to a longer lasting boost of positivity than indulging in purchases all on your own.
2: Mm. Right. Okay. a final question. Uh, From a marketing perspective, how can brands capitalize on this familiarity mindset to drive retail and influence consumer behavior
0: so as mentioned earlier not reinventing the wheel if they can avoid it or if they're in an industry that doesn't need to diversify their offerings too dramatically to the pandemic capitalizing on the familiar helps brands stay consistent and present by being familiar brands are also conveying safe right to consumers the same brands are offering the same products same services you've come to know and enjoy using before the pandemic There might even be a sense of longing, nostalgia for pre-pandemic times that brands can capitalize on during this time. Additionally, I think it's also important that brands mirror the sentiment of uncertainty during this time. Uh, They should, through marketing communications, convey efforts that they have undertaken to ensure that their offerings remain safe for consumption. Uh, It's also not a good idea to convey inappropriate humor during the pandemic during this time. Mm. So advertising needs to be sensitive to the challenges and the difficulties that people are facing in the current situation and current climate. Uh, But I'd like to highlight that there's a crucial social element to this as well. Uh, Brands need to relay what they're doing for the greater collective good. This can even involve communicating efforts and initiatives that benefit, say, Uh, communities in need, those who were directly affected by lockdowns, uh, or even to employees that the company has had to lay off. So my alma mater, the University of Queensland, for instance, uh, through the Student Support Services led a range of initiatives to ease the transition into online learning. These included uh, financial hardship funding, Uh, delivering grocery hampers, arranging for volunteer students to make check-in phone calls to other students, and even setting up a virtual village. So this was an online community to help students stay in touch with staff and peers. Uh, These efforts can also serve to highlight the company's empathy and possibly highlight key corporate social responsibility and pair this in association, positive association with the brands. So in a nutshell, stay familiar by staying consistent and connected.
2: Right. Thank you for that, Dr. Eugene.
1: <laughs> Very interesting.
2: I, I didn't enjoy this conversation. <laughs>
0: So much was revealed
2: about me. <laughs> 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 Siapa makan cili? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frida, mm. le-
1: Frida Liu. Alright, thank you for that. That was uh, Dr. Eugene T, Associate Professor in Psychology at HELP University. But you know, I, I actually found that very... Uh, insightful. Very insightful. And he's right. also given me the perfect excuse to buy that uh, Game of Thrones board game that yes, I've been wanting to get yes. because, you know, if you do buy something for the whole family, you know. Yeah. yeah stretch it's, your ringgit. It's like and, buying uh, mm.
2: two p- uh, panda... Uh, Soft toys, right, for my 18-year-old because you know it'll make him happy, it'll make me happy. We're both trying to find a way
1: <laughs> to spin Dr. Eugene's responses into a reason to go out and buy more stuff. All right, we're asking you on the show today, have you bought from more familiar brands or new brands in 2020? And what have you noticed about your purchasing decisions uh when it comes to these brands uh this year in 2020, you know, during this pandemic? Zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine on WhatsApp. You can also reach us on Twitter and on Instagram. Participate in our poll at BFM Radio is our handle. We'll come back to some of your messages that have already come in, as well as a story on how AI could soon run your work meetings. And it's kind of scary, let me just warn you. Uh, but first, to take us into that, we have ACDC with Back in Black. You're listening to Enterprise Biz Bytes, BFM 89.9.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to BFM. BFM.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.